From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, June 30th. I'm Sarah Reith. After seven years of fundraising and scouting for a location, the Friends of the Long Valley Public Library are close to opening a branch of the county library in downtown Laytonville. The Friends have raised about $40,000 since 2015, and just last week, the library got the green light for a USDA Rural Development Grant of over $64,000 to buy furniture, books, and other materials for opening day. Sean Haven is one of the core members of the Friends group. It got started in 2015. John Pinches offered us the the old bookmobile, and we went from there. So have you been driving around with the bookmobile delivering books to people? <laughs> no, the county has a bookmobile program in place, and uh, we've just been doing the fundraiser. That bookmobile that they gave us was not fit for county employee habitation, so we sold that and used the money moving toward this project. Of course, paying rent on this space through COVID was a little pricey, but we're getting there. A little more to go, and we'll be ready. The library is scheduled to open near the end of the year. It's in a two-story teal-colored building between a game shop and a thrift store, within sight of the elementary and middle schools. It's a block or so from the high school and the book room, a bookstore that serves as an ongoing fundraiser for the library. The walls at the book room are lined with school lockers, murals by a visiting Mayan scholar, a piano that's out of tune, and donated bookshelves stuffed with volumes. Haven gave KZYX a private tour of the book room, too. It's taken on a life of its own over the years. So this is the first room we started in. We started with a big pile of boxes of books right there. And the superintendent said, okay, yes, you can use this to store your books between book sales. And we thought, this is such a mess, we can't function in here. So we put up some shelves. And then we thought, well, we could put up some more shelves. And then we said, well, well can we open it? You know, why he schlep all these books? We're all old ladies, right? So she just said, oh, yeah, go ahead. So we have just kept expanding our space, expanding our hours, and there you have it. It's organized by, um, by insects, animals, biography. I see a little kid's book called Nonsense on Stilts. It's, it's a really diverse collection. Yes, we have a little bit of everything, or as they say, something to offend everyone. <laughs> the true job of a library. Haven promised the book room won't be phased out by the library. The library here, to start off, will be open three days a week, probably probably uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And then the book room is open uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. So there will be full literary and seed uh, library coverage every day except Sunday. I just wanted to let the public know that. So we've got your back. The library site has had multiple incarnations. It's been a restaurant, a beauty parlor, and most recently a tattoo shop. It's about a thousand square feet and has capacity for around a thousand books, plus computers, magazines, and newspapers. And there's a variety of artwork, starting with a hand-carved chinkapin counter along the expansive north-facing windows. So as we walk into the building, the first thing I wanted to show you is this beautiful um, counter here for laptop work and staring out the window. And this was made by um, our local woodworker, Robin Thompson. So we're just really proud of that. It's beautiful. And then on the 
west wall here, there will be some bookshelving and two public computer stations. So that has free Wi-Fi. We have fiber optics, so it's fast and reliable, unless someone cuts a cable, of course. <laughs> the Friends of the Library also have a four by six mural of local nature scenes that artist Danza Davis painted with kids at Juvenile Hall as part of a Get Art in the Schools program through the Arts Council. That piece will be one of the first things patrons see when they walk into the library. But another work of art in the future break room is being diligently covered over with a meticulous decoupage of printed material. This little thing, this post, it had pinups on it. You can't have pinups with county employees. So we're covering that up. These look like really vintage. Yeah, they're like, absolutely adorable. It was, it's really sad to cover them up. But the method is starch and with a little varathane over it. So if anyone ever wants to restore it, they can. hate to destroy someone else's art. The friends found the site about three years ago, but the learning curve was steep, especially during COVID. When we started this, we didn't even know we had to have a permit because we weren't doing anything major. The place had been a business before. It was obviously okay, we thought. <laughs> no. So we had to get an architect. It, it sounds so easy, but it took like three years. The furniture is supposed to arrive in November, right around the time the ballots go out, with a measure asking voters if they'd like to double Measure A to a quarter cent sales tax and keep it going in perpetuity. Voters will also be asked to decide on a quarter cent sales tax for fire services. The two taxes are not in a fight, I don't think. So um, yeah, we'll be out and about. And it sounds like even if people didn't get their signatures turned in, they're, they're primed. They're primed, yes. Yes, and we'll be sure they stay primed and get more primed and bring their friends. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.